Hey there, Lions fans. Welcome to the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. Randy and Rich here. Yo. Randy at Wooden Tunes 2 on Twitter. Myself at Pisspoor Packers. That guy Dicky. That guy Dicky. That guy Dicky. And at M66 MDLP. Uh, coming to you this week from Beers Brewery, south of Charlevoix, the uh, Inwood area, historical yeah. Inwood area. Great place to watch a sunset and have a beer. That's B-I-E-R, apostrophe yes. Yeah. Beers, beers, yes. Um, and way up on a hill, you just looks, you can see Lake Michigan, or yeah, Lake, yeah, Lake Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> and watch the sunset. Yeah, that was there just yesterday, and uh, well, there was it was too cloudy. Sometimes it, it it gets that way. We had some good rain, good much needed rain. Oh yeah, lot yeah. needs to be mowed again. That's for sure. Yeah, at least it's green now. That helps. <laughs> no doubt. No. Just just like four days ago, it was broad as could be. Like, geez, old piece. It's like holy mackerel. Yeah. August August can be tough and hot and dry. Yeah, weeds are growing good, but grass not so good. Yeah, and you know there are other areas that are uh, have a plethora of of the rain right now, and we wish them luck in yeah they, getting they over their floods and things. Right? Actually, you know, calling for yeah flash floods and stuff for yesterday. So. Yeah, yeah, we had good <coughs> we, steady rain. And, we did in the morning. I, I had to drive to Petoskey. Be up there by ten o'clock, and I thought for sure I had to put a boat motor on the back of the car to get up there. <laughs> it was really coming down. Yes, so. sir. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, they've had good weather in Allen Park. No, nothing's been rained out. You know, I read that all their practices have gone off without a hitch. Uh, they had the uh, hard ducks crew hanging around all that, that too, yeah. and the. Uh, just thinking, uh, fans. Fans were there this yep. week, and uh, so that was nice. And uh, nothing happened weather-wise. Um, they got to see a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff, like the the camera crew there for the hard hard knocks, which uh, we're recording on Tuesday. It's uh, debuts tonight, August 9th. Yep, hard knocks on tonight. Our yeah. buddy Todd's pretty fired up about that, so. I think a lot of people are. Yeah, he's going to call me in the morning. I'm not going to be able to watch it because I don't have HBO. It's gonna, and it's not going to hurt me to miss, to watch a rerun. So, you know. Yeah, you'll get it eventually. Sometime. Eventually. I can watch it all freaking winter. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, there should be you know, what, I, five episodes or so here. So <clears throat> I think that's the norm. Yeah, but I'm looking kind of looking forward to it. It will be kind of like a, a precursor to... A, what we have to look forward to in preseason, you know, like like some of these games we got coming up, you know, this Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah, Atlanta. It's uh, official. It's official. Yep, August 12th at 8 o'clock. The only home preseason game. Yep, check your local listings. <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, the Lions won't be back until uh, first game against Philadelphia there in September, so. Yeah, because uh, the next two are... Oh, I thought the second game was 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 it a home game? I think I think Are Friday's game wrong? is at Atlanta, isn't it? Is it? I thought it was. I don't know. 
Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, I think I think our second whole game is versus what Indy with the joint joint practices. Well, that's that's a, that's that's in India. Are you sure that about that? Yeah, that I'm sure about. Uh. So, and if that's the second week, uh, I know the third week is is uh, is away as well. So, the first one's got to be the home game. I don't know about that. I got that. I got it written down here. You stuff. got a phone? Google it. But yeah, okay, I'll do that. Jeez. Go. So what are you going to talk about while well, I'm uh, while I'm googling? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. I will take over the injury report this week while you Google that. Uh, hey, there you go. Yeah, that works. Uh, or transactions, sh- shall we say? Um, last week uh, we, I think we left off with uh, the retirement of uh, Mr. Sutton, uh, wide receiver. And uh, this week, uh, they signed Maurice Alexander, uh, a wide receiver, and had another uh, wave injured. Well, Greg Bell became official, I suppose. That um, we knew about that last week, but uh, then, uh, yes, C.J. Moore is back from the act. Uh, active non-football injury list, however that uh, title is, um, which is good. Um, we'll see how how he fares. Uh, and then uh, another retirement from Zane Obeid, 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 Zane Obeid. Obeid, I think. Zane Obeid. Obeid. I guess it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> He's, well, no, he, uh, he could... Both him and uh, Sutton had have the the chance to like clear waivers and uh, or, or no, there is no waivers if you're retired, right? Is that the deal? Uh, you don't have to clear waivers. You just can't play for anyone else. A year, yeah, for, for a whole year. year, yeah. Okay, so yep. maybe maybe we'll see them next year. Right? You never know, you know. I I think. Uh, with with Obed or Obed or Obed or whatever, call him Zane. Zane, yeah. <laughs> I think with him, it, there there might uh, there might there was some sort of inside story or something. It's just speculation, I suppose you could say that that he he just uh, didn't want to play anywhere else. He didn't want to go to another to another facility or to another team to to, to go through all the preseason stuff just to end up. Like on a possibly end up on a practice squad, so he thought maybe he'll probably train on his own, but he's gonna go start his own business, you know, for what he what he went to college for, and then and then possibly we'll we see him next year in uh, in training camp, so or get a tryout or something. However, right, yeah, so interesting. So yeah, he went to Ferris State, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. So you were saying our buddy Todd was (laughs) was checking out the. The Ferris State site. And, yeah, well, and I, I'll tell you what. I read about some of that. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to not listen to Todd anymore. He's the one that gave me this preseason. <laughs> he gave me this preseason schedule. So, and, uh, yeah, the Friday nights is, is a home game, and then we're on the road with Indy, and then we're on the road again with Pittsburgh. So, okay, so yeah, that was all screwed up. I apologize for that. Todd, hey, get it right. I, I, <laughs> I caught it. Uh, yep, yep, good call. There you go. Um, so, yeah, so Zane uh, retired, and they brought in uh, a Kendall Lamb, 
uh, an offensive tackle uh, coming into to push Nelson as a swing tackle. Well, not just Nelson, but Skipper too. Well, right. It, yeah. it, 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 uh, he, he's a. So, uh, yeah, and, and I think uh, there's a pretty good chance he's probably going to be the guy. Now, I know they like, you know, they like uh, Matt Nelson a lot. They do. You know, he is their jumbo guy. But, you know, the thing is, though, too, also you got to remember is right now Jason Cabinda is is on the uh, he's on the pop. He sure is. And uh, from what I understand, he's still not necessarily doing any kind of uh, on the sideline, is he? No, he hasn't been seen. He hasn't been seen. So, as far as so nobody tell. really knows where he's going to start. There's a possibility that he could start the season on the pup. Um, and if that if that be the case, well, then that would probably you know leave room for Matt Nelson to take over that spot. You know. Well, from what I hear, uh, Griffin, Mister Derek Griffin, right, right, has been taking some snaps. At, at halfback or right, and that um, there's a possibility there too. I mean, you know, with uh, like well, what we talked about last week with keeping, possibly keeping four tight ends. You know, yeah. So yeah, that's another another way they could do it. You know, especially yeah. if there's this a, year they just call the fullback a tight end, right? You know, right. Keeping four tight ends, but they really like Cabinda. Cabinda will be back. There is no doubt about it. You know, right? Yeah, and we're just. We're, the first initial 53 uh, lasts about 24 hours, <laughs> generally, right? Right, uh, yeah. It's, you know, it's a one-week thing, and then we're here again talking about transactions, yeah. you know. Um, so it's uh, nothing, nothing well, wrong with that. Well, you know, we <laughs> should, should mention also that uh, that Zane Obeid is, is the fourth player on, this, on, on the retired list for this year. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's, it's kind of... That's kind of, to me, that's kind of weird. I've never really seen this many guys retire, you know, yeah. from a, from an Alliance organization or any organization. Well, you that's know? three undrafted guys, right? And, uh, yeah, you. Well, it all started out with John Pettacini and and then uh, the Jermaine Waller, Corey Sutton, and now Zeno Bade. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of you know it's that's to me that's these guys you know just. Like Campbell says, you know this this game isn't for everybody. You know they figure they want to want to try out. They think they're really good. Then they find out what it takes to 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 play at that level. And they want nothing to do with it. <laughs> you know it's, just, it's for some guys and it's not for others. You know so yeah. Well, and they get there and they, maybe they see what that their path is a lot longer than. Um, well, they yeah, initially exactly. You know thought and. Maybe someone like Zane can still work in the off season and come back next year and, and yeah, get a tryout. And, yeah, and know. not have to uh, leave. Like he's from Ferris State. He's from Michigan. Yep. You, can, yep. you don't have to go anywhere else. You can. Yeah. He doesn't want to go anywhere else. From what I understand, to be like like I said, yeah. we don't really know. You know. Um, oh, it's an interesting story. Right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I think. I think Todd said he found that. On the uh, Ferris State website, yeah, you know, so yeah, so, and Kendall Lamb, uh, so is a, a thirty-year-old veteran, uh, eight years in the league. And I was hoping last week that they would do something like that, bring in a veteran uh, to help this offensive line because they need depth, and all of your uh, knowledge and all of your experience 
is on the field. There's no one on the sideline with any experience. At the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know, it, as far as offensive line depth. For as much know. as I like Matt Nelson, you know, for you know, I I don't. Right, you know, good guys, I, good guys, but yeah, Skipper Dan too. You know, I like Dan Skipper. Uh, and, and also Darren Paulo, you know, guy came in. Paulo's back, yeah. Yeah, came yeah. in late last year and, and, and now coming in to compete again, you know, uh, uh, this year. So, you know, I, I think out of all these guys, you know, uh, you know, I, I like I like Lamb the best. I mean, he's got 28 starts under his belt. He's been in the league for eight years. He's bounced around a little bit, but pretty solid tackle. He does have his – does have some problems with uh, – his handwork, you know, I guess. Yeah, I just wonder if, if I'm mean, like uh, up on our board here. Uh, Randy's got Decker, Jackson, Ragnow, uh, Big V, and Sewell as your starters, and then Kramer, Brown, Nelson, and Jarvis. And so you got to make room then for Lamb. Right, exactly. Because um, you already got, you already have nine. If you, if, if you want 10, that, that might be a bit much. Yeah, um, I think I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're only going to go with nine. And like I said, I think that might end up being bad news for Matt Nelson. But then again, if, and it's a big if, that if Kaminda starts the season on, on the pop or on some kind of IR or um, or whatever, then, then, then that could possibly be where... Matt Nelson comes in as their H-back, fullback type guy, you know. They do like him in the jumbo package, but he, he yeah. dropped the pass, Rich. He dropped the pass. He dropped the pass in the end zone. He dropped the pass, yep. yep. Yeah, so. Yeah. Like know, I said, I like Mr. Nelson. I bought his jersey. I have his jersey hanging in the, uh, in, in the studio. Yep. So, so if... Uh, and if he has, if you know, if he ends up back on the practice squad, that's okay too. But I really don't think he'd clear waivers. I really don't. I think I think his talents have been right already uh, kind of brought to the attention of other teams. So and there's there's teams that are more needy than us. Right. Exactly. That that you know, those these positions. Well, I, I think you got to remember too. You know, we have like one of the top. Offensive linemen, or offensive lines in the NFL. So therefore, yeah, starting five. If we are releasing offensive linemen to waivers, you know that they're going to get jumped on because they know what we have and what we look for. You know the yeah. pieces we throw they, away are going to be scrapped right up. You yeah, know? who they've been running with. You know they they're getting. They know they've been coached well. So. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and then, of course, you know. I think, you know, you want to stay on offense right here? I, yeah. I, okay, well, let's, let's move down to last right here to, to wide receivers. You know, you got Chark, Reynolds, Raymond, St. Brown, and Cephas. Now, the, to me, you know, that leaves a blank there. I got, you know, there's a possibility. I think I got six wide receivers, you know, but there's a possibility if they keep that fourth tight end that they only keep five wide receivers, you know. So, you know, but that, that also leaves guys like, Trinity Benson, who's been like really showing up here lately, and right. uh, like leaves him kind of off. Then the new guy that we just brought in that was um, is that Maurice Alexander, you know, uh, 
He was he he does pretty good. He's a return guy, so he's been in the return competition. So, right, you know, yeah, I, and some of that is to just to to spell snaps to give guys snaps right. because we we don't have Williams in the mix, you know. And those would be usually snaps in there as well. Yeah. Um, so, so so of that group, Rich, of that wide receiver group, you know, who, who would you trade? Trade. Yeah, I mean, you know. This is what Todd and I've been kind of fighting, kind of arguing about back and forth. You know, if we were going to trade one of our wide receivers, because we do have a shit ton of wide receivers, which it's one do you turned think? Turned into one, uh, uh, a strong. It, it, uh, yeah, group, it has. You know, but you know, who would you think would you would trade to like for value to make more room for for some of the lowercase wide receivers to well, just just so you. Because Jamo's coming back, you know. Right, just for a, a place for him. Exactly. Um, Who the how, What would you do? Would you keep? Would you keep that six, that number six spot open for him? Like bring in only five wide receivers and kind of leave that spot open. I I say Raymond and Benson, and you, you shop those two guys, and you see what you can get. Uh, for one or the other, maybe it's a conditional seventh rounder uh, in twenty four for Benson, or, um, or something a little or, higher or for Raymond. For Raymond, you know, that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, yeah. but but Todd is. This is what we've been doing. Been, uh, See if it's kind of out of the mix because he's hurt. Well, he is, but that's the guy that Todd says we yeah. should we should trade. Yeah, but if, you don't get much for in you don't, value. Right, exactly. My point was exactly. And he's your your only your only big body guy that you got. Um, he yeah he's, you know, he's, he's he charged, will make the contested catch. Charge a fast. Guy. He will run his routes very well and get open. You know, it's he's not very fast. But he he's he's a contested ball catcher, you know. Yeah, they can go just get in there and uh, yep. run block, uh, and just be. He, the only, he, he does have health problems. He got to stay ball. healthy. But that 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 collarbone last year to me was a late hit out of bounds. I believe it was. I think Todd they talked about it today. It was a Minnesota. Mm. Minnesota gave the fi- game five right. last year. Yeah, yeah collarbones is painful as as they are. Uh, you know, it's it's not like it's a, a knee injury or yeah, yeah. but uh, but you are can be susceptible to to re breaks. Yeah, well, um, I think I think it was a late hit out of bounds. Time. I think I think he was already out of bounds and the guy come flying in. Yeah, but no flag. Regardless, of, you, well, yeah, it was not. Good, but regardless of that, you know, the re-injury of a, a collarbone still isn't uh, career-ending. Right? Well, though, if you've seen any of his catches, it, it oh, pres- yeah. oh my God, yes, <laughs> yeah, hoorah! So yeah, and with that, you know, Goff's having a a, a good camp. Yeah, know, he's got much, total much command of this offense. Yeah, he's been proving that time and time again that uh, making the throws. You know, the timing plays are there. You know, Chark showed up. Chark showed up in that scrimmage, got four, you know, two touchdowns of Goff's four, you know. Yeah. Yeah, every starter, or, or I should say projected, every projected starting wide receiver got a touchdown in that scrimmage. Except Cephas because he wasn't there. That's right. He wasn't there. <laughs> but Chark got two, Raymond got one, and uh, Amon Brown got the other. So, yeah. There you go. Not Reynolds. Reynolds, 
he could use one too. Oh, maybe Reynolds did get one. No, that'd be five. Yeah. Uh, well, because Jerk got two. Yeah. But that's all right. Yeah, I get that mixed up. That's all right. So yeah, it wasn't all of them, but. Oh, I got it right here. Well, yeah. 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 Yep. Reynolds and St. Brown. Okay, Reynolds and St. It was Reynolds and St. Brown had touchdowns. Not Raymond. No, not Raymond. Raymond's not your starter then. No. Okay. No. Yeah. No, because I I, but Raymond is a a good candidate to trade, don't you think, Rich? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to make room for J-Mo, you know, that would be a good one to trade because I think you get the most for him. Besides, he he did, they did give him, he's the only one they gave a two-year contract to, and I think he's the the most the highest paid wide receiver on Detroit's team, right? Other than Chark, and I and I just I don't know I have a a, a height bias against him a little bit is all you know he's not a very big guy term, is you know, he long term you know wise but but he he, he plays outside and he does yeah. it very well but you know we're still going to need him for four games so it, at least and and uh, so that's. Uh, yeah, and, and if you think about it, like we just talked, it's Chark, Reynolds, and St. Brown. And then really, I mean, so J-Mo's when, when J-Mo comes back... He's he, not going to be the starter. They're going to rotate him in nice and slow. But still, Maybe next but, year he'll be the starter. But when he comes in after week four or whatever, he's not taking the place of Raymond. He's coming in and really taking the place of Reynolds. Uh, so it's going to be Chark, Williams, and Reynolds, and St. Brown, and not Raymond, right? He's, he's automatically kind of moving down the depth chart, unless he can hang on as a returner. Well, that's, yeah, that, it's, yeah, I, I suppose, you know, I, 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 I think Raymond, you know, I think they, he's had a spot, he's played a role on this team, you know, he is kind of the leader you know, because he's kind of like the oldest one there, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because, I mean, really, like St. Brown then is, is your number three, right? You got you got a, two outside guys and your nickel. Right. So it's, in, as we speak, it's Chark and Reynolds, and then St. Brown is your number three. Yep. And so when, you know, and Reynolds then, you know, will be your number four. When Williams comes back, it'll be Chark, Williams, well, St. Brown, see, I don't, and then Reynolds as your number four. I disagree with that. Well, how? Well, because I don't think they're going to throw Williams right in there. I think they're just going to put him in there a little bit at a time. He's not going to be a starter. Okay, listen to, my, be, listen to my words. When he comes back, yeah, right. that's what I just said. So but he's <laughs> not going to be a starter when he comes back. No, they're going to bring him in a little at a time. Okay, after that little while of time, when he is a starter. Next year. Well, he's going to be starting by the end of this season. I don't by, think by so. Seven, I really don't. By week eight, yeah, absolutely. You give him four. Uh, he's going to kick ass. He's uh, going to come in. They're not going to hold him off. Uh, I mean, granted, like I'm saying, Reynolds is uh, a, a very capable uh, number two, but he's not going to be. Well, uh, that's not well, going to be his long-term role. I, I watched right? the podcast on this, okay, and they were talking about just about, agree with me and move on. The, no, because because <laughs> I don't agree with you, Rich. The, the you thing not? because because Jabo and Goff need to establish that repertoire of knowing where to be I'm on the team. Not talking about like this week and next week. I'm talking long-term, like a year from now, like 
months from now. Well, yeah, right? but so it's going to take some time. It's going to take time. I'm talking about this year. After yeah. week four, okay. he is not going to be the starter. No, and I'm talking like week eight, nine, ten. It's a and, seventeen and that, and week. Maybe, and then that's a big baby. Sure. Next year, yeah, he will be a starter right from the start. But this year, they yeah. will. He probably. We should move on. This is ridiculous. Uh, all right, okay, it's we, ridiculous. No, it's not. But, but okay, you're making it out that way. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because there's no one here to defend me. Uh, or me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need a third. Come All right, on. well, yeah. so let's just keep it here with, with free agents. Let's let's talk about our free agency. Uh, well, I, I want to just visit Cabinda, too, because uh, revisit. Because the tight ends, then, you know, that's where, if, if Cabinda doesn't make it, then you legitimately are looking at maybe a fourth tight end. You know, and, and I agree with that. You know, but that would also depend on what's going on with Matt Nelson, you know, because he is the jumbo package. You know, he is that number six lineman. Well, yeah, but if someone beats him out for swing tackle, he's kind of screwed. Well, I, and I get yeah, you know, and of, I get that too. Regardless of the jumbo package, right? Yep, and, and and that comes right back to your point about having a vet on the second stringers. They don't. There is no 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 vet on the second string. Yeah. You know. Right. So, and yeah. So, like you say, when the when the first strings out there doing the yeah, there's nobody on the sideline firing up the reporting yeah. things out to yeah, the younger guys. Exactly. Noticing and yeah, relating what the coaches want without the coaches having to do it. You know those kind of things. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. So you're looking at Hawk and Wright, and then there's any number of guys after that: Zilstra and Funchess and Deese and Given. Yeah, well, I you know I, I think I think these these couple more years of development, but who knows? You know, yeah. I, I mean, what Funches? Gosh, I mean, I don't he, think he been, makes anything. I don't even think they bring him back to the practice squad. I think Funches just gets released. Came, I forget where he came in. Uh, uh, Funches came in on June sixteenth. There you go. Yeah, way up at the top there. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's, and he's been hurt and stuff. <laughs> He yeah, he's, he's, he's just, I don't, you know, he's just not, not there. You know, he needs to retire from football. And if he wants to get into <laughs> coaching, have <laughs> right at it, buddy, you know. Oh, that's harsh. Yeah, well, uh, I'm not a Michigan fan either, but, you know, <laughs> it, it, the truth is the truth, you know. He he just. Yeah, he has, he's been bouncing around. And yeah, they brought really him. stuck, and maybe he can stick but it, it, it doesn't feel like it, they brought it? him in for culture you know you know there's a lot of michigan fans in detroit and some of this is just uh preseason snaps they need guys to take snaps and, right um, true but i really don't think Funch is uh even makes the practice squad to be honest with you yeah so. he may not you know like you say you hear good things about zilstra uh so uh and then and, and mitchell Right. Well, Mitchell has to make the team. I don't know as, if he does or not. Player. Actually, he might not. Nah, he might. He's a. He might not make a fifty-three. To. Absolutely, he's got to. Because he's still injured. No, he's not. He's playing. I mean, he's like Okuda, basically. You know. Uh, he's injured, but but. Uh, I think the talent. There's back. a lot more talent in front of him. You know, he might be. He might. We. You do. Wasn't it you who was talking about that a couple of weeks ago? Like he might be the first. No, Draft that was pick. someone else. That wasn't him. Um, yeah, the the first uh, the first draft pick that uh, might by 
uh, our GM uh, that that may not make the team uh, is what I was thinking about, and that uh, who was that? That would have been yeah. Who? Um, I thought it was Mitchell. Houston. Houston. Oh, Houston's going to make it. That's why I don't know. You know I, well, I've been, for as much stuff as I've been hearing about Houston, you know, they, they've been calling him a pass rush specialist, you know, putting him on the outside, um, way outside, like the, like a, like the edge type, yeah. and, you know, like setting him. Like like Davis. Yeah. That, yeah that, there's a that, lot of guys running for exactly, that specialist you know? role, right? But from what I understand, he's been doing pretty good with it, so. Uh, yeah, I'm hearing good things from all of them. Yeah, Which is so, good, right? Yeah, right. But, you know, our linebacker department, I believe right now, is the weakest link on our whole team. Yeah. You know, but I don't think it's that bad. I really don't think it's as garbage as everybody thinks it is, you know. Well, but it is a weak link, you know, but it's all because of pass coverage, you know. Well, the thing is, when you're looking at Anzalone, uh, Barnes, Board, uh, well, actually, in Sean Dion Hamilton and Rodriguez, that's already five. Rodrigo. Rodriguez, right? And so, that's that's a lot of linebackers right there. Uh, a lot of good linebackers. And then you're looking at Pittman and Davis and uh, that guy we were talking about. Yeah. So. Um, you know, how many spots are there for linebacker? Well, you know, there's a possibility six for sure, I would say. You know, and, and if they're going to keep, you know, if they're going to go 24 offense and 26 defense, then, you know, that extra guy could be a number seven linebacker. You know, it, you know, it, it could be, you know. It could be an extra defensive lineman because that's the other weak part, you know. But I don't think it's as weak as... You know, everybody's thinking it is. I think we have actual push at the middle. But they, they did, you know, they added uh, the Isaiah Bugs. Yeah. You know, four years in the NFL, you know, he kind of bounced around too, but it seems like he's more solid than, you know, than, you know, Azariki being, you know, yeah, a little banged he, up. And, we, you miss, know. we missed that last week because it wasn't real clear what was going on with Anzarike. Um But, yeah, he's he's... Had a little flare up in his back. I, I I suppose they were talking about. So he's missed a week of padded practice. Uh, so he's kind of just baked up, you know. They, yeah, they, the coach seems to think uh, it's not serious. They just are being cautious, and but yet he still missed a week, and and maybe a little more now than a week. Yeah, the dancing uh, bears kind of got a little a little bit of a limp. Yeah. So it's something to be a little, I mean, it worrisome. It's just well, you know, on the other hand, too, you know, it's worrisome. Dave uh, Campbell was was saying that we need to get bigger up front. You know, need even to get, before that. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. Well, Isaiah Bugs was I think was signed because of that. You know. Well, it, because they lost uh, uh, to retirement, Penasini. So they were looking, you know, had to replace that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, I'm I just glad that they start to think. I still think, you know, hey, I, I found out this week that Sue has been, has been negotiating with, with Minnesota. 
So I don't necessarily believe that he's, you know, big on going back to Tampa Bay if he's, you know, negotiating. Apparently they are miles apart from what I understand. That sure. I, well, you still got to line up offers in order to pit right. someone against someone else. But if, if you know, I would I wouldn't trying. think Sue, I would, I would understand why Sue would not want to come back. You know what I mean? Winning a Super Bowl this year. Well, maybe no, but you know if he's going to go play with Minnesota, uh, well, they're not right. going like to said, the Super Bowl either. He's just he's got to you, you can't you can't pit two teams against each other uh, if you don't have one. So yeah. he's got to at least get someone talking to him before he can, you know, get other other teams. And to go, I, I, okay, Minnesota can't afford him. That's the whole thing. And I, and I well, think, exactly. And so and it's, it's a starting point for him and. And he's really going to be waiting for a team to have an injury at the defensive tackle spot to where he then is even more... Uh, more inclined to get that right? big big money stuff. Is that what you're thinking? Well, not, just, not big money, but it, on a, a team that's contending. You know, so you can't... Like Kansas City, I think they just... Uh, uh, they brought in... Uh, one of our old defensive tackles uh, from the Patricia years uh, and, uh, for a one-year deal, you know. Uh, so I just, I just think he's biding his time. He's, he doesn't need to be there sweating his ass off in August because he doesn't need to, Well, no yeah. matter where he goes. Oh, I get that too, but, yeah. you know, I just say it is. Maybe indoors is it, a, You know, uh, I'm just thinking if. Attractive to him is an indoor stadium there in Minnesota. Uh, no winners, like going to Green Bay or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, it's a good starting point. You know, be able to get a couple teams. But, yeah, you know, I don't know. They, they just, they've been negotiating for quite a while now, I guess. So, and they're still miles apart. So I don't think he's going to Minnesota. No, I wouldn't think That's serious. why I think Detroit should make him an offer right now. I mean, just make him an offer. That yeah, doesn't hurt. None at all. You know, so I, I would I would love that but if Detroit Sue came back. Be, you know? Detroit would have to be serious in order to actually make an offer. Why, you don't think Detroit's been serious for the last two years? <laughs> not about getting him on the team. No, well, no, but, but bringing back the culture, I think that would be a culture move. Is it, but that, wouldn't that just... just Throwing this out there, wouldn't that just bring back uh, video highlights of him stomping people's helmets and, and calf muscles and things on, a, on like Thanksgiving Day and shit? You know, and that, so what? Well, it's not all. So what? You know, that's stuff. that's the reason. That's the reason Aaron Rodgers fears him. And, you know, I, mean, I wouldn't say he fears anybody. Oh, I, I, after after his uh, I'll tell you what psychedelic trips think, he was think, doing. I think that I think you're over exaggerating that. No, not at all. Uh, really. I, yeah, I don't. I would love it if Sue came back. I, would. I think it'd be fun. I'm not saying anything about. I that. think he He's would have one hell of a sure. season with the guys that would be playing around him. I really do. Yeah, if, if, there's your inside push. Right, I I think it'd be great. Uh, <laughs> it, or it has the potential to be, yep. know, especially if if Levi uh, is hurt and uh, still. Well, know, Levi would year. play behind him. It would be him and Brockers probably starting. You know. Well, like, well, not even maybe Brockers wouldn't be the starter. I mean, Tom made that point long, long ago. You know, Brockers should be the the, the guy, the backup guy, because he's so old. You know, well, he put the young guys in there to start. It's just like last year. He's not he's not practicing. He'll come in and you know 
a couple days maybe before the season, and and that's about it. And then and then he'll hopefully play the whole season as as uh, well. It, again, if if Levi is hurting hurting and having a slower introduction to full time, then you know maybe he gets more. And with the new the new system, uh, maybe he does better than last year. Right. Um, so. There's a lot of possibilities. Well, yeah, but but still nothing that we can really hang our head on. We yeah. just don't know. Now, uh, like I said and, last week, you know, it's like it, it would be a bigger culture move than bringing back Jared Davis. You know, so I I, I think I think uh, well, it's definitely a higher caliber player, right? Well, um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's like bringing the, the, the it's culture like, is, is it would Jared be like Davis's bringing favorite. it back as an ambassador more so than anything. I'm sure because. Uh, like Calvin Johnson came back as an ambassador, like Barry Sanders came back as an ambassador, you know. But the Brock, uh, to me, Brockers is the, is is a good point where it's you've got your uh, veteran on the line, and right? A second one, you don't really need it unless you are maybe a Super Bowl contender. Then you bring that guy, a second guy in. Yeah, Brockers should be playing backup. I mean, even though he is the leader, you want your young guys to get out there and get acclimated to the game, especially if they are your future starters, you know, so. Yeah, McNeil should have a banner year. He should really take off here. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah, because we were, we were kind of hoping they'd take the chain off him last year. They they kind of did towards the end of the season. He got a couple sacks there late. That was that was pretty cool. Uh, but we're Cornell, looking for the same thing from Anzarike, you know. And, and, uh, yeah. You know, it, it's... Well, Cornell's probably going to... He's been getting more snaps last oh, week than Levi. Cornell's your starter. I mean, that's probably... Moment, instead yeah. of Brockers, that's what I'm getting at right there. Mm. Brockers would play behind Cornell. You know, so... You know, but who knows? You know, we'll see, maybe, you know. Could be. Yeah, that's... That's what I would say. Finally, you know, getting some snaps out of Cornell, you know, would be would be fabulous. <coughs> well, yeah, especially the, the way he's been playing lately, you know. Yeah. He's really been, like, you know, right from the beginning, from in the OTAs and stuff, he's about, just been yeah. kicking ass. It's like, wow, yeah, I, there's his name again, you know. Yeah. There's his name again and again, you know. But you know what have you heard from Jared Davis? You know, they're trying. They're playing him on special teams. He's trying to be uh, uh, on kickoffs and stuff. And uh, they've got him playing that uh, hybrid linebacker spot. You know, on the outside, just go after the quarterback. That's yeah, not putting uh, not putting him out there in coverage. Uh, Don't blame him. He can't cover with it. Yeah, it's kind, of, <laughs> kind of like Pittman's not doing great in coverage either. Uh, so, uh, let's talk. Well, see that because I heard Pittman was doing pretty good. Well, they're trying. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, you know, sometimes, you know, that that pass plays just eight. You know, these guys are not not pass protectors. You know, but yeah. but except for you know, Sean Deion Hamilton, he's been getting reps with the ones and twos. And Rodriguez, and, too. Yeah, Rodriguez, too. You, then that surprised the shit out of me. He is such a little guy, you know, for, for what they project him to be. Yeah. But he understands the, re the, the, the leverage because he's an ex-wrestler. He knows how, how to use his body weight in his, you know. The tackle. However, yeah, to get, he's got to get through the line on a blitz and stuff, you know, or how to, to 
to get away from guys so he can get to the ball, you know? Yeah. His instincts are just phenomenal right through the roof and uh, making a big splash in, in uh, preseason OTA training camp. Yeah, yeah, it was Houston. That was the the other linebacker that was <clears throat> there with Davis and Pittman. Right, yeah. So finally, finally got got that <laughs> back in my head. Because, um, yeah, because I just wonder if he's the, you know, he can make it to the 53, obviously, or the practice squad. Who's um, that? Houston. 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 I, Houston, we got a problem. Yeah. That's his nickname, the problem. Just the problem. The problem. Right, yeah. And so, you know, I, I'd be honest with you, if we go with seven linebackers, you know, if we go with 24 offense, 26 defense, I you know, I, I he could be that that 26 guy, you know? Yeah. Instead of Davis, you know, or instead of whoever, you know? He, yeah, he's a draft pick, and you hate to see him not make the team. Well, you know, yeah, some, sometimes. I mean, you know, they have to earn their spot, you know, and if he and if he hasn't, then, you know, then he's got to go to the practice squad to develop. He's a rookie. Nobody's going to really take him off your practice squad. Yeah. You, know? just, you, you figure between Pittman, Houston, and Davis, whoever is the best cover guy might just make the team, be the sixth the like, sixth guy. Yeah, in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But like I said, you know, who's going to be that 26 guy on defense, you know, if they only keep 24 on offense? Like Kaminsky. That's, that's, that's a good choice there. You know, I know uh, when uh, Romeo comes back, what are they going to do then, you know? Yeah, I mean, they'll need Kaminsky, but that's still only four defensive ends. Yeah. Because... Um, Okoro probably. Well, that's what I thought they would usually keep is four defensive ends. Yeah. Do they keep a fifth one? Yeah, at that point, maybe not. You know? But maybe that's what the. Well, you've got Julian Hutch and Chris Harris, and then then there's Kaminsky and Romeo, okay? And so if they only keep four, then, you know, yeah, Romeo, if he's only, you know, still on the pop or whatever to start the season, then, yeah, it'll probably be Kaminsky. That's, That's the guy I got penciled in there but yeah. when when Romeo is getting ready to come back you know what happens then you know yeah. so this this brings up a, a good a, a good point or a good it's a good time to bring up the the new rule about uh, uh, the practice squad the, uh, well then <laughs> spit it out Rich yeah sure. I'm preoccupied by opening my beer um, cheers Salute. Salute. Um, no, about the the pup list and that it, it you can the teams are able to put guys on the, the the season pup list early. They didn't have to wait till uh, the fifty three cut down day. Really, they can do it from beforehand. The, huh? Right, because the first cut uh, comes uh, next week on Tuesday after the preseasons. Right. So maybe it's even Sunday night. I don't know how exactly what the timing is. Um, but uh, by, by Tuesday, they have to be then uh, from 90 to 85. 85? Yeah. And then when they go, then the week after that, they go from 85 to 80. And at that point, I, I believe 
they can do the start the, start the pup list, right? They can put uh, Okora on the pup list before the season starts. Um, so it gives it's going to give guys time then to to still practice another week and have a get another. Uh, game right. preseason game under their belts before we don't have the fifty three man cut. That way, you know the guys you already know that are going to be on uh, the the season pup list, the the reserve injured list uh, come season start. Um, they can do it early and they can do it in that that eighty five to eighty cut down, and and give guys more time to practice and right. make the team. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, because that's that's what that last preseason game is all about, is is you know evaluating the bottom half of your roster, see yeah. who's going to make the make the bottom part part of your team. Yeah, so why not give some five more guys maybe uh, another week, right? Instead of why having not? to cut them and waiting for these injured guys that aren't. It, doing it could anything. be the difference of being you know totally waived, cut. Or brought back to the practice squad, you know. Right, not just the fifty-three, too. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, these guys, a lot of these guys, you know, probably do right from the start. They got a snowball's chance at a wood stove, make a fifty-three. So they're playing to be on the practice squad, so they can develop. Yeah, and some of those guys have just said, "Oh, well, I'm going to retire for a year and try again." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. It, 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 well, man. Across the board here. Yeah. Well, I, I hope I hope that they that those guys, you know. They get what they want in out of their lives, you know. They would put their their scholars to, to their scholarships to to uh, work and, and make a little money and, and hopefully still stay in shape. And they, we'll see yeah. some and of these guys back in, in camp next year, or you know, just see in the paper where they they got a workout, you know, got a tryout. So yeah, that would be good. I would like that. Kind of like uh, Parker and. Jacobs, right? You know, yeah, last exactly. Year just coming out of nowhere. Give, yeah, uh, they'll uh, maybe they'll get their chance next year. Yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, Parker, uh, they're saying he's put on some weight and he's looking good. Yeah, they, uh, he uh, in the nickel position at corner. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he's been holding down that starting nickel spot. They said he is the best starting slot corner we have, or or no nickel or whatever, you know. Right. So, uh, yeah, over the draft pick. Uh, what was the word that they used on that? Uh, they haven't haven't seen much of Hughes. I haven't heard much of from Hughes. Well, I, he's been doing good too. They've been they've been saying that uh, he's been uh, uh, making a case for himself as well too. So. Right. Yeah. The old no news is good news. <laughs> exactly. You know, if you don't hear about a player, it isn't. That's not a bad thing. Not always, anyway. Yeah. So, well, you know, uh, too, we should mention Greg Bell is no longer on the team. You know, we did. We did. We do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I said it's now official. Yeah, we knew about it last week, but it's yeah. official now. So, so do you think Iggy's going to make the team? Um. All right. Well. Okay. Back to. Running backs. Well, I'm just just a speculation question here. I don't care. I mean, he's he's in the kickoff stuff. You know, he's he's doing return stuff too. But you know, I think I think Iggy's got too much talent in front of him. I think I think he goes. I think he definitely, you know, stays with the practice squad. But I don't think he makes a fifty-three. Do you 
think that uh, so then it's just uh, the the job the the job is between Reynolds and Jefferson. Well, I think Reynolds has already established himself as the number three running back. I think, and to be honest with you, you know, I'm still leaning towards Detroit only keeping three running backs on their roster this year. The number four spot right now to me is, is Jefferson, you know, the the draft pick. But there's uh, this, this, this new kid they brought in, uh, what was his name? Starts with a J2. Come on, Rich, help me out here. Sorry, I'm counting. Uh, hang on a second. Uh, running back, Justin Jackson. There you go. Yep. Yeah, uh, and they've been, he's he's a little guy. I mean, you know, he's only like 180 pounds, but apparently he's been making a case for himself as well, too. So. Yeah. But I, I honestly think, you know, there really isn't any reason to keep two more running backs. If you're going to have Cabinda as a fullback, that, you know. I don't know. We, like you said, I don't know if we are. Yeah, me either, you yeah, know. For that first week. It's I, I like the idea of keeping two quarterbacks and three running backs, you know. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you're only going to keep three running backs in the game, you're not going to bring all four of them to the game, you know. So, you know. Yeah, there's you got uh, you've got space though. I guess that is twenty four. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, like I say, I don't see him keeping any more nine offensive linemen. Uh, you know, and and I don't see him keeping anything really anything more than six wide receivers. But there's a possibility, you know, if they keep that. Fourth tight end, they might only keep five wide receivers. Well, like you said, you want you want two quarterbacks, uh, three running backs. You got so that's five. Four, yep. four tight ends would be nine. Well, that's nine. A, nine old linemen would be eighteen, and six wide receivers would be twenty-four. So yep. that would be fine for you. That, that would be that would be perfect for but, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that would be Cabinda starting on the pup list. Well, no. Yes. Well, three. Well, you three you got to put Cabinda on there. Okay, I mean, so then you only get three tight ends. But well, the, yeah, there you go. Okay. But but uh, you know who's going to? Right math. now, they're saying that Zilstra could possibly be that third tight end, okay. well, which yeah, would put no, Mitchell back on the practice squad. Yeah, that, and you don't like you don't believe that, you no, know? No, I think I think Mitchell's got Mitchell's. Making it, it's Hawk and Mitchell, and then someone else. Yeah, okay. And it's probably right. At this point in time, I don't have. I I have Mitchell go being a protected player going to the practice squad. You know, unless they keep four, you know, which yeah, there's a me, possibility the if they keep would four. Be, uh, you know, Garrett. Uh, the the guy that you keep refusing to write on the board. Um, <laughs> the tight end that I always call Everett but it's oh it's Griffin Griffin Garrett Griffin yeah, yeah. see now he you know Griffin has been making a name for himself too so you know yeah. he could probably make the, be that number four guy over Mitchell well for me he's Mitchell's number two so <laughs> he's it's and then Wright's three and yeah, well, I, I, to be right as well, number it's two, because they talk about right being a blocking tight end at the moment, and uh, that's surprising. No, 
Well, the uh, Dan Campbell referred to Zilstra as a hybrid who does both, blocky and catchy. And the coach did say he wanted to keep Hawkinson a hybrid guy and uh, and someone else. So he mentioned like three tight ends. Yeah, Brock Wright, TJ Hawkinson, and, and Zilstra. Zilstra, yeah. Yep. So I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, that to me right now, those are the three top guys. If they keep a fourth guy, I, I don't... I don't know if it would be Mitchell. I think it would be Griffin. You know, right? You know, but you know, also it would make sense if they if they're talking about using, you know, two tight end sets. You know, you know, you left, right, number one, number two. You know, yeah. it, it just feels like yeah. It's to me, it's Hawk Mitchell, and then another guy, and maybe that's Zilstra's the hybrid, and. So, but I, we'll see. We yeah, will see. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. Um, to me, is their number four guy, you know, and he might be the number three if they only keep three. Yeah. Would, you know? For me, Everett is your Kabinda replacement if Kabinda's on the pup list for a bit there. Uh, well, see, right now, I think the, the competition <laughs> in, the, in the tight end department is between Brock Wright and Shane Zilstra, you know, so. Yeah. So let's go back quickly now to cornerbacks and safeties. Um, you got probably six corners and four safeties. That's the way I look at it. Last year they had four four safeties on the team, and I I, I really don't remember if they had because I think they went through so many freaking quarterbacks we ended up with Brady Breeze and Savion Smith and yeah. all these no-name guys who uh by the way are doing very well in camp too this year Savion Smith has had his name brought up in the media and uh and the other one too that I just mentioned <laughs> whatever his name was but um yeah I think I think they're pretty well set with uh with six quarterbacks and four four safeties is it the latest Latest I'm hearing is Omani Amani Oruwarie and Okuda are your starting outside corners. He's, yeah, and, and I don't think that's right. I think, but that's what I've heard, and that's I've, the way I've heard it's been all through camp. Is Okuda is your number one? Well, Okuda's not ready yet. That I proved that. Let, I think Will he's Harris out there playing every day. Well, no, he's not. <laughs> he is. He, well, they gave him some rest. They did, but right. I still think Will Harris is your starter because they, he has uh, more experience. And Akuda, Akuda will be the will be will be the Akuda Harris show on the other side. And Abadi will hold down the that's other true. side. So this is your board, but my board is different. So that's yeah. fine. Um, right? Yeah, because I, I don't. I, I mean, I got Akuda as the number two there. You know, but he's behind Guadalbani. is the number one. No, <laughs> he's not. Akuda's number one. Mine's over number two. Just because he's got a number one on his jersey doesn't mean he's number one, Rich. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's, no, that's he's not pretty number pretty one good. because he's... He well, just accept it. Yeah. Uh, you're not always right. Well, okay. I, I accept that. You know? But you're not right in this case. Akuda is the backup to Harris. Tell. And that's the way it'll be. Okay, so moving right along. And Parker's your number three. And then... Uh, it's Jacobs. Does he start on the pup, right? And that's because we got four. Yeah, we, we can agree that there's four there: Akuda, Harris, Omani, and Parker. 
they're all there. And then who's who's the other two that make the team? Well, if Jacob starts on on the on the pop or or whatever, because that the fact that he's not ready, you know, that, that you're probably looking at Hughes. Right. Okay. So Hughes, Hughes has to be there. Yeah, Hughes and would then, be there, and I think and the next draft, guy would probably be either pick. Brady Breeze or Savius Smith. So the draft pick. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, that you refuse to write on the board. No, I, I don't. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the, yeah, the draft pick. The, the freaking draft pick. Uh, Joseph. Kirby Joseph is nope. a safety. The quarterback is Chase Lucas. There you go. Thank you. So, yeah, we could probably put his name up here with uh, right there on that blank spot. Yeah. For the number one, two, three, four, five. For the number six wide receiver, uh, quarterback well, position. Yeah. That's if Jacobs doesn't start on the pup. If, if Jacobs doesn't, you know, if he starts on the pup, then we need two more names on, right. on the board there. Well, yeah, that's Luke, true. Yeah, so Lucas, you know, he's there for sure. And then, uh, so then you're Yeah, yeah, at, if Jacob starts, uh, yeah, so yeah, maybe we should, like, you know, Jacob, we'll put a little question mark by Jacobs because we're not really sure where he's going to, you know, start the, start the inning. So, so you know, really that's pretty much as far as we can go right now with this. And, well, there's, uh, there's got to be one more corner out there. Who, who is it? Who is it? Who uh, is it? Yeah, it would probably be uh, Hughes. Hughes, thank you. Yes. That's it. Yes. Yeah, so. Hughes. So there you go. Because Hughes has been, he's been bringing some media attention. So Yeah, so two and a half minutes left here uh, in the safeties. we got Walker, Deshaun Elliott, uh, who Iffy, got, who, and Joseph. Deshaun Elliott got the only interception in the scrimmage game. I think he got it against Blau. It was either Blau or Boyle because okay. Goff yeah, second, was perfect. Second team, right? But right. Uh, quarterback at any rate. But, yeah, Elliott and Walker, I project as the starters, I suppose, right? Yep. I think everyone's there. Yep, and, and if he, you know, he's there too. Yeah, he's, he's, he's future maybe. Okay, well, they switched him to safety. Yeah. They, they switched him with Will Harris. Yeah, and we mentioned earlier that C.J. Moore, safety, he, he's off the – Yep, he's back now. On football injury list, so uh, maybe he's in there fighting with Joseph. Uh, I kind of have C.J. Moore on the outs. Myself. Well, yeah, you know, I think if they try to trade C.J., they could probably get something for him, you know. And yeah. I think it would—it's probably a good time to do that. Yeah, uh, special teams ace. Yep, very. He, I think he's got—he's got some some trade value. I think we could get something for him. Yeah. So down to yeah, and then yeah, kicker kicker situation hasn't really changed. Uh, I I think uh, I'm I I heard uh, uh, who was it? It's Patterson and, and yeah, Patterson and the other guy. The other guy missed a few today. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, it was we'll the other see. guy that was leading because he hit a sixty-three yarder in practice. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's uh, it's a. Fluid situation at kicker. We'll, we'll yeah. see how that goes. Yeah, to be um, continued. Yeah, to be continued. So uh, thanks so, for, for listening to us this fight was. with each other here on the M66 North <laughs> Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, it's Randy at Wooden Tunes 2 versus Rich. That guy, <laughs> Dickie. Dickie uh, at Piss Poor Packers. The uh, at M66NDLP uh, for another week uh, of good weather up north. Uh, yeah, Bring your umbrella there if you live in Detroit yeah. <laughs> or yeah. anywhere in between. And always watch for deer one pride. 
Go Lions!